Hey there, this is Clay with ModernLove.Life, where we help you get the great loving relationship that you were looking for without having to play mind games, without having to play hard to get, and without having to pretend to be someone or something that you're not, because I believe that you deserve to be loved for the person that you are, and if you agree with me, do me a favor by giving this video a thumbs up and by subscribing if you're not already subscribed. Um, before we go ahead and get into the topic of today's video, which is how to tell if you can get back together with your ex, I want to let you know that we are officially open for uh, coaching. You know, I've been having this conversation with you guys over the past month or so about getting back into the whole coaching game after doing the whole new dad thing and all that. And um, we've worked together through our conversations back and forth, through our comments, through the blog posts, through the blog comments, through the emails, through the messages and everything. And we have actually put together a coaching program that's going to be open for enrollment for the next you know, week or so. Um, and if you're interested in uh, participating in either the one-on-one -on -one coaching aspect of that or the group coaching aspect of that, you can find out all the details over at modernlove.life slash coaching. Um, anyway, if that sounds like it's a good fit, feel free to sign up. If it's not a good fit for you, no worries. We've got more of these uh, free YouTube videos coming out. So anyway, um, how can you tell if you can actually get back together with your ex? The first thing you want to keep in mind is that you really don't want to get back together with your ex unless there are a couple things in place. Um, first and foremost, you want to make sure that you and your ex are actually a good fit to be together. You want to make sure that you, um, you know, are compatible and that you have common values, common visions for where you want to go in life. If you don't have these sorts of things in common, then you're really not going to get much of a benefit from being back together in the first place. Um, I want you to have a great relationship, uh, not one where you have to, you know, either suppress who you are or try to get your ex to be someone other than who they are in order to make the relationship work. That's not a great relationship, and um, I would never recommend that you do that. Um, so really, I would never recommend that you try to get back together with your ex unless you have common values and a common vision for what you want in your own lives. Um, the next thing is that you also want to be able to clear away the pain from the breakup, the pain, the hurt feelings, the baggage, all of that stuff. Or, you know, asterisks, if you had a pretty clean, amicable, amicable breakup, if I can get the words out, um, that's also a, a good thing too. But, you know, most people have some sort of disagreement, they have some sort of pain, some sort of hurt feelings and all that stuff. And you want to be able to clear that out. Um, because oftentimes your ex is not going to be open to the idea of getting back together with you, of talking to you, of connecting with you, if they're still holding on to that pain, if they're still holding on to that hurt, if they're still holding on to all of that stuff from, you know, things that led up to the breakup or all of that stuff from, you know, the fallout from the breakup. So you really want to be able to clear all that out. And the best way to do that is through empathy and understanding, through empathizing with their experience of what may have, um, you know, happened on, on their side of things, you know, being able to see the experience from their eyes and being able to reflect back to them that you understand how the actions impacted them. And, you know, maybe you wish that things turned out a little bit differently, but, um, you know, you're, you're taking responsibility for your actions and you're also letting them know how your actions or behaviors influence them. Okay, that's the second way that you can tell if you can get back together with your ex. The third way, uh, third sign rather, is that you've actually changed 
the problem that resulted in the breakup. Now, breakups can happen for any number of reasons, you know, lack of connection, emotional unavailability, lack of trust, um, all sorts of things. And if you have not fixed the fundamental underlying problem that caused the breakup in the first place, then that's, you know, really not a good sign. Um, your ex is not going to want to or be excited about going back into the same relationship that they walked out of in the first place. So you really have to give them a damn good reason to want to get back together with you again. And the best way that you can do that is by demonstrating to them that whatever the reason was for the breakup is no longer a problem. Um, so, I mean, you know, people can get back together um, out of like desperation or something like that uh, without there being a demonstrated change. But, you know, that's never something that you're excited about. It's never going to be like, yeah, I broke up with you because I couldn't trust you and it turns out nobody else wants to date me so now I'm going to come back to you. Like that's never exciting. So don't make it about that, but instead learn how to demonstrate to your ex that they are not walking back into the same situation that they left in the first place. That's very, very critical. And the fourth sign that you can get back together with your ex is if the interactions between you and them actually feel good on an emotional level. If you uh, are actually having interactions that bring the two of you closer and closer together emotionally, that are strengthening that bond, strengthening the foundation that you have with them, and bringing the two of you closer together. You know, it's not just enough to say, hey, you know, the reason that we broke up is no longer an issue. You also have to be able to have interactions that feel good in the moment. Um, and things that are not so much about the past, not so much about the good old days, not so much about all the things that used to be great, but really about building something enjoyable, something in, in the present moment, something that could potentially fall forward into the future. So you want to make sure that your interactions are about now, are, are, and they're not just about kind of reviving the past. Because reviving the past, you know, yeah, that can be appealing to some people, but, you know, the, there's some complications with it. Number one is that we all know how the past relationship didn't work out, right? It didn't work out for any number of reasons, but it ended in a breakup. And number two, the past, you're kind of saying, okay, what we used to have is great and we should step back into that. And that's sort of saying that like, okay, what we had before, that's like the cap of how good things can be. And so we should just go for that cap. Whereas if you create something new, something better, something unique in this present moment, you are creating something that potentially has no cap. It could go on to become something even more incredible than what you used to have in the past. And I think that's much more appealing for a lot of people. And it's going to be a much more compelling argument, you know, assuming all the other things that we talked about in this uh, video are in place, such as, you know, clearing away the hurt feelings, um, showing them that you have, you know, fixed and resolved whatever the issue was for the breakup, and uh, making sure that you have common values and a vision for each other's lives so that you're actually kind of on a shared path together. Anyway, so that's how you can tell if uh, you can get back together with your ex. Uh, with that being said, please do me a favor by giving this video a thumbs up. It does really help me out. Uh, it helps to tell YouTube that, hey, this is a video that we should show to more people. Uh, also, subscribe to the video, uh, subscribe to the channel if you've not already. And if, if you are interested in either of our coaching programs, those are open for um, enrollment over the next week or so. You can find out more about that in the link in the description down below, or you can go ahead and check it out over at modernlove.life slash coaching. Um, and, you know, I've already, I've already had the chance to have an intake call with somebody yesterday. I was, I was really surprised. Um, 
that somebody scheduled one so quickly. But, you know, yeah, there's been a lot of interest, a lot of excitement about this. So if this is something that you um, are interested in, if this is something that you know you want to do, please don't hesitate. Please feel free to sign up. Anyway, with that being said, let's go ahead and check out the questions in the chat section for this video. Okay. Um, Melanie says, yeah, one year with plans, bought stuff, and try to have a child, but he transferred close to me in December. He changed and called it quits. No reason, just lost his love. Um, I was in no contact when he reached out after a month. Um, the day after he posted having a girlfriend, uh, I was devastated, I guess you're saying. Uh, I focused on self-improvement. He, I guess, reacted uh, or reached out again last Sunday, but I replied three days after and ended it um, quick. No contact again. I want him back. We never fought, but I was a little needy, and um, he changed. I thought everything just came big for him, but he has a girlfriend, so what are my chances? Our breakup has a little pleading, but no contact right away. Okay. There are some components of your question that I don't fully grasp, but let's go ahead and get into this. Um, so what are the chances that a relationship can be saved? What are the chances? You know, sometimes people will just directly ask me, you know, crisp and clear, what are the chances that what you are going to say are going to, is going to work? And it's, it's a really difficult question to truly answer um, in that respect because your chances of getting back together with your ex are really more about you. They're really more about your level of commitment and dedication and follow through. You know, some people, they really are willing to do whatever it takes. And other people are, you know, they're willing to dip their toe in the water, but if they don't get a great response right away, they're, you know, not gonna keep pushing at it. And you know, it's not like that's wrong. It's not like that's, that's good. It's not like that's bad. It's just everybody has their own values. Everybody has their own um, um, motivations and all of that stuff. And simply because, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of like thinking about it like a gym. You know, it's like, what's the success rate of a gym? It depends on your individual um, commitment to going to the gym, your focus on doing the correct exercises for you, your uh, individual goals. You know, you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to build muscle, you're doing the correct exercises for whatever your goal or outcome is, um, and all of that stuff. Like, you can't just say that there's a certain success rate for this or a certain success rate for that, uh, because it implies that it's like a passive thing where you just sort of show up and, uh, you know, somebody performs some sort of medical procedure on you. I, I understand that there can be an, a success rate for things like going to the doctor to get some sort of medical procedure done because you're not really an active participant in that. You just have to show up, they anesthetize you, and then they do whatever they need to do, and then there you go. But it's not that way with your relationship. You are an active participant, and if you're willing to dig your heels in when things get tough and continue to push forward, like uh, you know Stephen, one of my favorite success stories, um, then you can absolutely overcome odds that may seem like levels and levels and levels above you. Um, but if you're willing, if, if you're the kind of person that gives up when things get hard, then obviously things are not going to uh, work out so well in the long run. But you know, your chances are really yours for the making. It's not really a matter of like, oh, are they doing this? Are they taking three days to text back and all that stuff? Um, Melanie, the other thing I noticed is that it appears that you seem to do no contact uh, whenever 
something undesirable happens. And I know that there's a lot of superstition in this uh, you know, world um, when it comes to no contact. You should be doing no contact. If your ex doesn't text you back, you should do no contact. If your ex is in a rebound relationship, you should do no contact. If you have a fight with your ex, you should do no contact. If you do this, you should do no contact. If, the, if they do that, you should do no contact and all of that. And um, I don't really agree with this. Um, there is a time and place for doing no contact. However, uh, no contact, if you don't understand why you're doing no contact, if you don't understand the purpose behind no contact, you really can run a danger of sending the wrong message. What message is that? Uh, the, the message is that when the going gets tough, I give up. When the going gets tough, I walk away. And that is not a very strong relationship indicator message to send to your ex. So you really don't want to just fall back on the superstition of no contact over and over and over again without really understanding the dynamics at play, without understanding what's going on on an emotional level for your ex. Because sometimes no contact can be the right thing to do, such as when you're interacting with one another and those interactions are actually bringing the two of you further and further apart. No contact makes sense because you're able to step back and say, okay, something's not working, what should I be doing instead? You're doing no contact to basically stop yourself from doing further damage. Whereas, um, you know, other times, if your ex is having a difficult time or something like that, they're moody, they're going through a, a bad day or something like that, and they're lashing out at you, doing no contact can say, hey, when the going gets tough, don't expect me to be here. And what they might need in that moment is a little bit of support, a little bit of empathy, a little bit of understanding. And if you don't know the difference between that because you're just stuck on this superstition of no contact, you can really run a major risk of um, really you know, uh, damaging the emotional connection between you and your ex. I saw that there was a super chat, and once again, according to the my understanding of the etiquette of the internet, I am obligated to respond to the super chat. Okay, so um, we have a super chat. Been in a relationship for 18 years. Uh, the the ex left me for a younger girl who lives in another country. He is now in a long-distance relationship, I'm guessing with that same girl. Um, we are talking every day and share great conversations. Is it a rebound um, or a fantasy? What can I do? Okay, so if your ex is in a long-distance relationship with another person, um, and he's also still in contact with you, um, it, it shows me that he's probably at least a little bit emotionally unavailable. First of all, um, if he's in a long distance relationship, it, it doesn't necessarily mean this. There are people that can be in great, healthy, long distance relationships, but many times a long distance relationship is a indicator of emotional unavailability because somebody um, is, is not actually in a day-to-day -day relationship. They're sort of in the fantasy of a relationship with somebody. They are um, more in love with the idea of being in a relationship with somebody, the idea of um, having this sort of um, intellectual relationship that, that doesn't actually pan out and become something tangible where the two of you are living together in the same place, sharing a life together, sharing friends together, uh, making plans for a future together, and all of that. Um, that's not all long-distance relationships, not by any means, but that is a trend that I have noticed when it comes to long-distance relationships. Um, it also makes me think that he's a little bit emotionally unavailable because he is in a long-distance relationship, but he is also communicating with you as well. 
So, you know, obviously he's had a romantic history with you. You said that you were together for 18 years. Um, obviously, he is probably attracted to you. Obviously, the two of you have a lot of emotional history and all of that. Um, and so he's probably in connection, in contact with you because there's a bit of a connection that's lacking, that's missing in that um, long distance relationship. Now, it could just be that it was a normal relationship that he had with somebody um, and then she moved away to another city, country, place far away, I don't know. Um, and then he kept it going because he wanted to make that relationship work, but then there was something missing and it became hard because, you know, long distance relationships are, you know, typically harder than in-person relationships where the two of you live in the same area. Um, and so he started to have this sort of missing component in his relationship life, and so he started to get in contact with you to fill in that component. And so if that's what's going on, then I can really easily see that he's kind of torn between two people. He's torn between um, maybe what they used to have, but now it's something different because it's a long distance relationship, and what the two of you um, used to have and maybe even have now because you say that you're still in contact and that you have a pretty good emotional connection. So I would really be most likely to say without knowing more about your situation, um, I would say that given that you have a strong emotional connection with him, that you talked with him on the regular and um, all of that, I would say that he's probably at the crisis point with you where he feels a strong amount of emotional connection towards you. He really does like interacting with you. There's something there between the two of you but he doesn't have enough trust in that connection, in that relationship to really let go and make tangible moves in his life to set the two of you up to actually be together, such as breaking up with his long distance girlfriend or something along those lines. And so if that's the case, what you really need to do, and, and, and again, like don't just go with this because I just said it, um, because again, you only left that comment, so I can't really get the full picture of this, but if this is true, what you might want to actually do at this point is to apply a little bit of positive pressure towards the situation. Um, do what we call the fork in the road strategy to um, really let him know that you are committed, that you're there, that, that if he leaves the other woman, um, you're not just gonna bail on him and leave him hanging alone or anything like that. And what this can really do is it can give him a little bit more confidence and a little bit more trust that uh, leaving that other woman and rearranging his life in actual real ways um, in order to be with you is not going to be a mistake. So uh, that's what I would do if he is indeed at the crisis point. The other possibility is that um, maybe he's still feeling things out between you. I don't know how long the two of you have been in contact with one another, but um, he could potentially still be feeling things out with you and he could possibly be at the riding the dragon stage, at which point you are probably experiencing a lot of back and forth, some positive pullbacks, hot and cold behavior and stuff like that as well too. So that is another possibility that I could see in that situation. Um, let's see if we got any more comments. Scroll back up to where we started. But, but you know, thank you so much for the super chat. Um, I've only received a handful of them so far. I've never asked for them directly, but um, I'm very grateful for those. So thank you guys that have submitted those. Um, let's see. King Cato says, hey coach, I need your help. My ex told me that there is, that there's no good for us getting back together because she doesn't think that she can trust me again. We broke up in August. Uh, I did no contact um, in January. 
um, till she reached out to me on my birthday, kind of started hanging out and talking again. We both planned a trip to the beach in early, um, I guess that was a month of some sort that King Cato left out of the comment. Uh, the trip was amazing and both of us, uh, for both of us, but I don't know what to do. Haven't spoken to her since Sunday. Uh, was going to just go back into no contact. Her birthday is on the 24th, I'm guessing 24th of June. Says she still wants to me in her life, but as friends, what do I do? Okay, so first of all, I'd ask why haven't you contacted her since Sunday? Um, seems like you want to. Seems like the two of you had a great interaction with one another. Seems like you had a great time going to the beach. I see absolutely no reason not to contact her uh, based off of what you have written here and what you said. I mean, I don't know, maybe there's some other coach that you're listening to that says, hey, you know, you need to wait uh, a certain amount of time or you need to wait for her to initiate or something like that. But that is not my approach. That's not my philosophy. My philosophy is that you can contact your ex as often as you want to, as long as the interactions feel good. If the interactions stop feeling good, then it's a good idea to stop contacting your ex and take a look at what is causing them to not feel good, okay? Um, that's what I think about that. Um, I, you know, I don't think that you need to wait, like, you know, almost a month until June 24th to contact her on her birthday or anything like that. I don't think that you need to do no contact uh, based off of what you've shared. It sounds like the two of you have a great connection. Um, the only concern that I could potentially see that you might have is that she says that she wants to be friends. And I don't think that that's a big deal whatsoever. I think that, that makes total sense. You know, she's still trying to come to terms with how the two of you fit into each other's lives. She's trying to figure out what the emotional connection is. She doesn't know if she wants to get back together with you. She doesn't know. She doesn't want to get back together with you. And I know a lot of people are really worried about the friend zone and they think that they need to draw this line in the sand and say, no, we can't be friends. We're either going to be back together or we're going to be nothing at all. And that would be nice if your ex heard that and they were like, okay, fine, let's get back together. But the truth of the matter is, is that your ex is probably not emotionally ready to get back together. They probably don't have enough emotional foundation to actually be able to make that choice now and feel comfortable with it. So I'm actually encouraging a lot of people to be okay with being friends with their ex because number one, your ex probably is not going to lose attraction for you. Um, I've never heard of this actually happening with any people that I've worked with. I've worked with thousands of people. Um, but if it was going to happen, I imagine it would happen due to some sort of like very dramatic physical change um, or a very dramatic personality change, uh, both for, you know, the negative. Um, and so it's okay to be friends with your ex because they're still feeling that attraction towards you. It's just they need a reason to tell themselves as to why they're spending time with you, why they're talking to you, why they're hanging out with you. And in the back of their mind, they're thinking, why am I hanging out with King Cato, if that is your true name, King Cato. Um, that, why am I hanging out with King Cato? Uh, are we going to get back together? Are we friends? Where is this going? Does he want to get back together with me and all of that? Um, and I know you'd love it if she were to say, yes, we're absolutely getting back together. But she doesn't have that emotional foundation at the time um, to, to really make that choice and feel comfortable with it. And so if you were to force her to play her hand, she's probably just going to say, no. I don't want to get back together. She's going to go with the law of consistency. She's going to say, okay, I'm a person that broke up with King Cato. I did not want to be Queen Cato. 
Um, so until that emotional foundation is there, she's probably going to act with consistency as somebody who broke up with you, which is to stay broken up with you. Whereas if you take the time to build up that emotional foundation through the context of being friends by taking the focus off of the outcome of being you know, in a relationship and taking it on the emotional connection that the two of you are having in the moment, then that creates a context where you can actually build up that emotional connection to the point where she actually feels really a whole lot more comfortable with interacting with you, a whole lot more comfortable with being around you, a whole lot more comfortable with dating you, a whole lot more comfortable with being physical with you, and a whole lot more comfortable building up the idea of getting back together with you. And with that being said, you know, eventually, if you do this right, uh, she will get excited about being back together with you and you'll be able to look back at this from some point in the future and be able to say, oh yeah, we were dating that whole time just in our own kind of special way. So I wouldn't worry about the whole friend zone thing. I would really just uh, focus on strengthening that emotional connection. And I mean, unless there's something that I'm missing about your situation, dude, just, just call her, have a, have a conversation with her, have a connection with her. You don't need to wait till her birthday. You don't need to do any sort of no contact mind games. You don't need to wait for her to initiate contact or anything like that. Just, you know, she had a good time. You had a good time. Keep the conversation going. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Once again, if you like what we're doing, please give this video a thumbs up. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel if you're not already. And once again, if you are interested, curious, or eager to join one of our coaching programs, which are only going to be open for enrollment for the next week or so, uh, please go ahead and check out that link in the description or head over to modernlove.life coaching. Once again, this has been Clay, and I'll talk to you next.